1: repel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
0: Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630
1: Chad. I can take them to a place uh, personally that they can't get to themselves. Right back in this game! Big expectation. Big expectation! The- they gotta buy into that and it's not going to be comfortable at times. I pull and I root for the team because I know if the team's playing well and makes the people in the city excited and
0: happy.
2: You know, we're in this thing to win. This
0: game is over.
2: This is Ryan and Hopkins. This is also classes. This is Carmen David you from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by
0: Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide.
1: Yeah, Digitex does that.
0: D-I-G-I-T. Ex.ca. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio
2: station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630
0: Chad. Bob Stopper with you. This is Oilers Now. Hope you had a terrific weekend. So much to get to. Jam, jam-packed show coming up. We'll even talk a little bit. Of, how could you not talk golf after the weekend that was with Tiger Woods? I mean, that's the thing about Tiger Woods is he has a way to galvanize maybe part-time golf fans and make them full-time. out tremendous theater. Terrific story, and we all like redemption stories, let's face it. Uh, this is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. PCs, copier supplies, printers, laptops, IT, plotters, software. Now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money, all your devices managed at digitex.ca. Bob Stoffer and... Dave Campbell. Dave, we said goodbye to you on Friday, but Brendan Escott is uh, out with an upper body issue. Yes, yes, he is. That's so, right. So, so
2: here so I am again. You're back in us, and you're riding this crazy train with me. <laughs> yes, I am. Glad to be here. Glad to uh, pinch it again, and uh, we'll have some fun today.
0: All right, well, let's try to do that. Uh, did you watch any of the golf yesterday? I did not watch a
2: lot of the golf just because it, well, they, you're they also, teed off in the morning. Yes, and you're also – now, do you go to church on Sundays? Uh, no, I don't mean you, to pry too much. But you, usually. Usually. Usually, yes. yeah. Uh, last couple of weeks, uh, not so much. I mean, it's a little busy around the homestead right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, but you know, morning watching sports in the morning for me is a little tough, just because it's pretty active with the kids. So I was I was following it on Twitter. What a story. Yeah. It's you know, we never thought based on how Tiger was not just. You know, coming back from what he came through personally 10, 12 years ago or whatever it was, um, but his back injury. yeah Injury after injury after injury. And you thought, okay, how can he get back to his form? Well, he did. I joked with uh, Reed Wilkins, I took Dustin Johnson on
0: Tuesday of last week. He did okay. He came in second. Yeah. So that was all right. Uh, and I'm not going to profess, there are, you know, we have... I know what the numbers are for the show, so we have a lot of listeners to this show. A lot of people that really know hockey, and a lot of people that are like I am truly a horrendous golfer. If you want to have one of the worst experiences of your life, <laughs> uh, I could throw the golf ball further than and I. I mean, I. I'm old and fat and slow, and I can still chuck a football 50, 55 yards without much of a warm-up, but I can't golf if my life depended upon it. I always had to work in the summer. I never had the discipline to be any good at golf. Yeah. Um, you know, I overswing, over, all those sort of things. So I'm a very marginal golf fan. I remember reading that piece in Sports Illustrated about four years ago on Tiger, and it basically inferred that he'd never get it back. That was an inc- it was incredible theater yesterday. It really yeah. was. To me, and I, I made a brief allusion to it, and people like, what the hell are you talking about but i remember watching live aid and queen in live aid and they were you know they hadn't had a lot of hits in like 83 84 85 ish they were sort of like 78 to 82 kind of in that range and you know to watch queen just the way they had the entire crowd at live aid uh entranced during their performance and I think there's a parallel to Tiger coming back, and he has the ability to draw everybody in. That's yeah. the thing about Tiger. And and so say what you want, it was awesome theater to watch. And I was trying to watch the Pittsburgh Islander game, and my wife's like, what the hell are you doing? Put it back on the call
1: for <laughs>
2: watching. The, I want to watch this. And, the, you know, like, it was, it was, uh, it was awesome to watch. I, I think we took for granted. I mean, his last victory was the 2008 U.S. Open. Yeah. And I think we took for granted how good he was because I think people get sick of winners after a while. And then to see him be back on top again and and what he's gone through – it's amazing, and I'll tell you that the the best moment for me was was after when his kids sure and his mom were, and, yeah, were on the green, and it, it you know sure it hits home for everybody. And yeah. there
0: is that degree of Schadenfreude that exists out there in society. People love to see people on top get dragged down, but you know what? They also love to see people rebound as well. And, for sure, and he did that, so it was an awesome story. Um, so much to get to, some terrific hockey. We're going to talk about uh, hockey in a multitude of fronts in this first half hour alone. Uh, John Shannon will join. Us. he's following the obvious Nazem Kadri suspension clearly he's not playing today for the Maple Leafs so we'll get hooked, hooked up with John at 1235 the biggest story right now in the playoffs what the hell's happened to the Tampa Bay Lightning well uh, Jody Shelley is the Columbus Blue Jackets color analyst he will join us today at 105 and the Bakersfield Condors and here's how they do it in the Western Conference because the uh, Pacific Division teams only play 68 games And the other division plays 76, they do it by winning percentage, and the Bakersfield Condors came in first uh, in the uh, Pacific Division. So we're going to discuss that as well uh, with Jay Woodcroft as they get ready for a playoff series coming up against Colorado. 1212 in Edmonton. Here's how you can get hold of us. You can reach us 780-496-0063. It's brought to you by Wayne Brady. April 26th at the River Cree Resort Casino. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us at 630-630 on the Heartland Ford text line. Don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland a chance, experience the difference of Heartland Ford. We all know you watched it, right? Like, come on. If you're listening to a show called Oilers now, you're, unless you're out on the course yourself yesterday. So the question I have for you, what's the closest thing we've seen to hockey? To having this type of redemption story? Off the top of your head. Texas at 780-496-0063. Jordan Everly, <laughs> You don't know?
2: Uh...
0: <laughs> You know what happened to Jordan Everly? It was his first playoff experience. Yes, it was. And you know what? Uh, he was on a line with Milan Lucic and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And when the Oilers went 12-2 down the stretch in the regular season in 2016-17, that line was on fire in the final 10 or 14 games. They are really good. They did not score an even strength goal through the first four games of the series against Anaheim. They moved uh, Lucic off that line, moved Pugliot on that line, and they didn't score. And even so, $22 million in contracts, and those four forwards did not score an even strength goal in that series. Okay? And Edmonton lost 3 1 goal games to Anaheim. Like at any time, remember, they lost a couple overtime goals of eight games. If those guys come through, and punch in a even strength goal, the O'Ders win that series, and I just wonder some days. Well, I don't wonder. I know there was an overreaction to what occurred uh, that year, and it's. I'm I'm really I'm not one of these guys, Dave. Here's the thing, um, uh, for for guys out there, most men I know want the women that were once in their lives to be really happy moving forward. They're not the type of guys that want to see right. That's that that's the way you know, that's the way you should be is you want to see people that you've made. You know what? Some, sometimes relationships end. sometimes you just move on, whatever. And when it comes to older players that get moved on, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to be the guy that sits there. I, I'm never going to cheer against, you know what? I remember when Sean Horakoff went to Dallas. Sean Horkoff was a pretty good player for Edmonton. Maybe he wasn't a perfect player. Maybe he got overpaid too much in the eyes of some people. But I didn't want to see. John, I wanted Sean Horkoff to be successful after Edmonton. I wanted to see Dustin Penner be successful after Edmonton. He was. He won a Stanley Cup with the uh, Kings. I want to see Taylor Hall be successful. He goes and wins the, the Hart Trophy. It's a great story. I want to see Jordan be successful in uh, Long Island. So I don't know if it's a redemption story from there. But, but seriously, think of the you know what's the, the biggest redemption story you can think of in hockey. Uh, where Because the Tiger Woods story that, we, that what we saw yesterday at the Masters, at the grandest stage, that might turn out to be the biggest story of the year in sport. It probably will gay. Okay. Yeah, it's only April, and, but it's and, probably,
2: it's going to be hard to top that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, biggest positive story, because God forbid there's a negative one. So uh, we got a ton of playoff action. Let's go right into our Oilers Now audio vaults brought to you by Direct Workwear for product knowledge, compliancy, great pricing, and innovation. com, an Edmonton-based company. We'll start with uh, some overtime games on Saturday night. Calgary Flames got a great goaltending performance from Mike Smith, but Nathan McKinnon gets the win for colorado to even the series connor mcgahey with the call from altitude sports and the abs will win the draw it's cole up the glass well down by the flames will in the corner Cole turned it over to chuck in front send me by grubauer
1: with the left pad oh goodness gracious me now ranton and floats it forward here comes nathan mckinnon shot
0: Score! nathan mckinnon it's the overtime hero, and the Avalanche win in overtime. This series is tied at one. Connor, let that one rip. I think they could have heard it back in Denver. All right, Nashville tied their series 1-1 on Saturday, winning game two in OT. Craig Smith with the winner, uh, fan of uh, ours. We've had him on the show for years. Pete Weber out of the game in Nashville. Subban inside the Nashville line. Up left side for Smith. Smith spun around. Puck off the wall. Yarn croak. And now Ekholm with a try. Oh. Smith scores. Greg Smith scores. The crackers That it was either Hellgill or Brent Peterson giving the O right as the goal call was there. Washington Capitals take a 2-0 series late on Carolina Saturday. Uh, wait, what day was that? Was that yeah? That was Saturday, right? They play tonight, don't they? they play, yes, okay. 4-3. Brooks Orpik, 38 years of age, scores the winner. 148 in overtime. John Walton, Capitals Radio Network with the call.
2: Still on the offensive end for the Caps. Kuznetsov will move in behind the net. Evgeny looking for someone in front. Still holding the pass into the left circle. He scores! And it's Brooks
0: or back Boston Bruins, of course, won Saturday, and we got so much to get to in that game. Just stay with us. Uh, they win four-one in Game Two, series tied one-one again. We're waiting on the news on Nasm Kadri. Last night, four games in the Stanley Cup champ, uh, playoff schedule. Columbus Blue Jackets. They've got Tampa Bay in a deep hole. Cam Atkinson sealed Game Three win for the Jackets, scoring into an empty net to give Columbus a three-one win. And up 3-0 in their series, Bob McGalley of WBNS Radio out of CBUS with the call. Braden Point will take a pass, and he gets pressure. Across the ice, they come to J.T. Miller. Miller, slap shot, save made. Rebound, cleared off the far wall. Harrington gives it to Panarin. Across to Atkinson, shoots, and he scores! And that should put the icing on this cake tonight. Wow. Again, we'll have Jody Shelley coming up from the uh, Blue Jackets TV broadcast in the second hour to discuss biggest upset so far. St. Louis Blues exploded. Uh, St. Louis and the Jets, uh, they had nine goals in yesterday's game. Blues still up 2 1, but the Jets have made a series of it. Kyle Connor scoring twice. Dennis Beck, class act, great guy, with a call from TSN 1290 Radio out of Winnipeg on Connor's second of the game. Wheeler watch there by Ryan O'Reilly plays it for Kyle Connor. Connor back door and a whack there by Shifley and Colton Pareko in front. Connor scores. Colton Pareko blocked the Shifley attempt. Shifley stayed with it. Finds Kyle Connor in front and the Winnipeg Jets get three in the second and they get three in the third and it's six to three Jets. Jordan Eberle, at least early yesterday, was leading NHL playoffs, scoring three goals, five points. He scored for the third consecutive game. The Islanders win 4-1 over Pittsburgh. They're up 3-0. Leo Komarov scored what would be a 3-1 goal to give the Islanders all they would need. Chris King from Hofstra University Radio uh, with the call of both goals. Islanders get it back to the Penguins end here. Everly
1: left circle, shoots and scores
0: for a third straight game. Game at one in the slot looking for a teammate. Camera shoots and scores. Uncle Leo has his first of the playoffs, and the Alleners have a three to one lead. All right, so there you have it. Uh, Vegas winning last night, uh, six three. They're up two one over the charts. Some nasty, nasty business in some of these series. 12 20 in Edmonton. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today, and then I'm going to hit on some uh. some oiler items that uh, you might be interested in. The show is called Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer. Dave Campbell with you.
2: This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.
0: 1222 in Edmonton. A lot of votes already coming on and our Heartland Ford text line, Heartland Ford out of Fort Saskatchewan, you can text us at 630, 630. By the way, Central Scouting's numbers came out today out of Fort Saskatchewan, Kirby Dock ranked third. Saskatoon lost uh, last night, Game 6 at home to Prince Albert. Prince Albert, an overwhelming favorite in that series. Doc got hurt in Game 5, gutted his way out uh, through the game in Game 6, and um, he's ranked uh, third by Central Scouting of North American skaters. My guess is he doesn't go past the LA Kings. Rob Blake was at three of the games of that series. Let's go to NHL Today, brought to you by
2: Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear, Dave Campbell. Thanks, Bob. We do have four Stanley Cup playoff games tonight. You mentioned uh, we're still trying to, uh, well, we're waiting to see the news on Nazem Khadri, uh, and on the lineup tonight, and uh, we expected a suspension uh, after the cross the uh, to the head of Jake DeBrusque in game number two as they get set for game number three tonight in Toronto. The series is tied at one. By the way, DeBrusque will play tonight. Tori Krug will also play. He took a hard hit from uh, Jake Muzzin, Leafs defenseman in game two. Colorado Avalanche, they're Home to the Calgary Flames in Game two, uh, Game three of their series, series tied at one. Avs signed Hobie Baker Award winner Kale McCarr yesterday. He will join the team immediately. Avs broke a streak of 117 shots without a goal during Game two on Saturday. Mike Smith has been pretty good, and the and the uh, Flames' best player in this series. Dallas Stars host the Nashville Predators. Series tied at one. The Preds outshot the Stars 43-23 in Game two. Not sure yet if Brian Boyle and or Wayne Simmons will They're be available. Out. They're, they're both, out. Okay, they're there out. you go. Thank you, Bob. They're yep. out for tonight. For a while. Yeah, know. boy. <laughs> I don't know if the Preds can survive this. No, I'm with you. Yeah, um. I just don't think it's going to happen. Capitals are in Carolina to play the Hurricanes. Caps leave that series two games to none. The Caps have outscored the Hurricanes 5-1 to one in the first period uh, so far in the uh, series. Bakersfield Condor, 6-3 win on Friday night over the Ontario Reign, 4-3 over Stockton yesterday. They will take on the Colorado Eagles in the first round of the AHL playoffs. Uh, Bob already mentioned the Edmonton Oil Kings. Yes, Game 1 Eastern Conference Final will begin in PA on Friday. Games 3 and 4 in Edmonton next week at Rogers Place, Tuesday and Wednesday. AJHL Final between the Brooks Bandits and Spruce Grove Saints will shift to Spruce tonight. The Bandits lead the series 2-0 after two straight wins of 3-2 by the Bandits in Brooks. Women's World Hockey Championship, Canada bronze medal. Yeah, exactly. Canada bronze medal. U.S. with the uh, gold in controversy Flat fashion wow. over Finland. Finland got screwed. It now. really should be the reverse. Yes. It should be Finland with the gold. That is, they went against
0: their own sort of IIHF rules on that call. Yeah, that was a tough one for uh, the Finnish squad. All right, uh, very quickly because we got a couple texts that have come in. Bob, do you know what's going on with Vincent DeHarnay. Uh, And Hayden Hockey. Uh, The Oilers acquiring Hockey last year, a goaltender from Providence for a fifth-round pick. DeHarnay, a seventh-round pick. Uh, I will tell you this, the Oilers next year, uh, they've already got Koskinen under contract. Uh, Sturet's restricted. He's going to get re-signed. They've got Wells and Skinner. Uh, I don't know if Edmonton's going to end up signing. I don't know if they're going to have room to sign Hayden Hockey to an NHL deal. People say, well, you gave up a fifth-round pick a year ago. Uh, Take a look at the... Amount of moves that were made between Edmonton and Montreal over about a two year span. I wonder if, you know, there's a little bit of interlinked uh, movement that took place during the course of some of those discussions with Peter Shirelli and Mark Bergevin. Of course, the Oilers got DeHarnay for Brandon Davidson. Uh, Edmonton got Davidson on waivers. Was there a favor asked there? Edmonton turned around, got a third-round pick for Davidson. The Oilers then traded a third and a fifth to get to a second uh, uh, to draft Olivier Rodrigue. He's a goaltender. And then the Oilers gave up uh, a fifth to get hockey. Was that a byproduct of all those machinations? Makes a guy wonder a bit. So I'm not I'm not sure. I wasn't privy to those conversations. I was rarely ever privy to any conversations. And you know what? Shirelli did a lot on his own. And... Uh, so as for Hayden Hockey, you had a very good year. At this stage, I don't know. Part of the other challenge here is we don't know who the general manager of the hockey team is going to be. DeHarnay. Uh, the game has moved to puck moving. Vincent DeHarnay, not David DeHarnay. Uh, Vincent De- DeHarnay is like a six foot five, six foot six, right shot defenseman with limited offensive upside. The game has moved in a different direction. Like, I'll give you an example. The Edmonton, So last year, we talked a bit about Brett Leeson. The Edmonton Oil Kings have a kid, Jackson Alexander. He's an undersized defenseman, five 5'10", 175-pound guy, uh, suffered a shoulder injury. He's been out for about 60 games. I believe that he's the type of guy that steps in the next two years and is a top-four point-producing defenseman in the Western Hockey League. And with the way the league's moved, maybe seven years ago, you wouldn't even consider taking a flyer on a guy like that in seventh I would consider doing it. So there's an illustration of maybe how the game has changed, and you've moved away from those big Coke bottle type of Coke machine type of players and going with some guys that have got a little bit different dimension. Anyhow, we'll continue down that path throughout the course of today's show. Uh, Steve Smith is the most reoccurring name we're getting on the Heartland Ford tax line for a redemption story. Of course, Smith banking the puck, and off Grant Fure. Fure still says he should have had it. Back in 1986, Smith going on to be an excellent defenseman that helped Edmonton win cups in 1988, 1990. And by the way, did a terrific job, positively mentoring uh, Oilers defenseman, Carolina defenseman, and now he's in Buffalo. And uh, so he's he's a super coach now, and his experience played part of it. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio 6:30. Chad.